This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, the number of international flights allowed to land in Vancouver will be limited over two of the busiest travel days of the year as the airport works to clear a backlog left on the airfield following widespread delays and cancellations, of course, during Tuesday's snowstorm. Now, YVR said the decision will affect more than two dozen international flights scheduled to land between today and Friday, just ahead of the Christmas weekend. Now, Siham, as far, knows what travel chaos feels like. The Port Moody resident had quite the experience yesterday. She had a scheduled flight from Phoenix to Vancouver that turned into a nightmare. As she joins us now. Siham, thank you uh, for speaking to us today. No problem. So walk me through your ordeal. Uh, so my ordeal first started um, when I was still in Phoenix, and my flight was supposed to depart at 2.30, and I received notification um, just before I was supposed to go to the airport that my flight was delayed till 5.30, which I expected because I knew that there was a lot of snow fall that happened the day before, and they were calling for more snow. So I got to the airport, and um, all was well. We, we got on our flight, no problem. We assumed that everything was going to be okay because I thought if the storm was that bad, they, can- they, they would have canceled our flight, right? They wouldn't have allowed us to, to mm-hmm. land. So we landed uh, just after 10 p.m., uh, which was, you know, already five hours past when we were supposed to be there. And when we landed, the captain came on and said that we currently had no gate and we were waiting for a gate to be assigned to us. So I think myself, along with many others, we thought this was going to be a few minutes. Why we are, we're just going to, you know, get a gate cleared for us and we were going to be on our way. And next thing you know, we didn't get to disembark until 9 a.m. Oh, wow. So and so I just want to clarify here. At the Phoenix airport, uh, there was a five and a half hour delay for the flight, first of all. Yes. And then there's a flight. And then on top of that, you land in Vancouver and then you're stuck at the tarmac for two hours on top of that just to get waiting for a gate. More than that. We were stuck for nine hours in total. But yeah, when we first landed, we all thought it was going to be quick. And then an hour passed. Captain came on. He let us know we were still waiting for a gate. Another hour passed. He said he wished he had better news for us. You could hear in his voice he was also, you know, worried and he didn't sound confident that we were going to have a gate. And he provided about half an hour, hour updates until about 2, 2.30 in the morning. And he stopped between about 2 and 5. And when I asked the flight attendant why we haven't had any updates, she said the captain was allowing people to sleep, didn't want to uh, disrupt us because there were no updates. And we were basically just stuck and waiting for a gate I asked the question of why have we, we have not been given stairs and buses when I saw a couple other flights have stairs dragged to them and they also got off on the bus. Um, I was confused because I was looking at the flight radar map and I knew that we had landed before them. So I was like, how is this queue being worked out? I don't really understand. Next thing you know, we ran out of fuel partway through as well. We had to get a fuel truck to come and give us fuel. And it was just a nightmare. So the total time just waiting on the tarmac, once again, how long was that? Nine hours, 10 mm-hmm. p.m. until just before 9 a.m. Oh, my God. Uh, and For 11 was, hours, I guess. Sorry, actually. My math is wrong. 11, 11 hours, yeah. 11 hours on, on the tarmac. Yeah. I mean, what was the mood of, of your, your, the, the passengers, including yourself, on just waiting that long? 
Oh, it was very, very tense. Uh, I had a panic attack. Uh, I, I really tried not to. I haven't had a panic attack in quite quite a few years, actually. But just, you know, the stress of sitting there. Uh, my dad arrived at 11 p.m. with his girlfriend to come and pick me up. Uh, they slept in their car until about 5 in the morning when I called him. And I said, please just go home. I said, I have no idea when I'm going to get off this flight. Uh, he was worried. He didn't want to leave, of course. Uh, he wanted to make sure I had a safe way home, but at the same time, too, there was no end in sight. And thankfully, he did go home because I, I can't imagine he would have waited there for me for almost about 10 hours as well himself. And everyone was very tense. I'm surprised uh, more people didn't get mad. I think we all kind of shared the common uh, idea that we had no choice. So getting mad wasn't going to do anything. Getting mad wasn't going to magically get us to a gate and get stairs and allow us to to disembark. So there were a couple of people who had a few arguments. Uh, one lady was um, trying to hold the baby and in the aisle, go up and down and, you know, keep him busy because he was obviously being frustrated. It was like maybe a two-year-old child and she had hit this elderly man's chair a couple of times and he got frustrated and said, I just need a few minutes of peace and quiet. You keep hitting my chair and ended up being this sort of ordeal for a few minutes. That happened just right across from me, crying babies, elderly people stuck in the same seat for 11 hours. I, I just can't imagine. Um Look, these things happen. We we have snowstorms in Canada. We're in the northern hemisphere. The snow isn't new in this country. Um, how much do you blame the airport uh, and just generally this uh, region's inability to deal with snow, it seems? Oh, I, I, I 100% blame YBR Airport. Um, and I hope that when we do reach out for compensation, they don't say it was due to weather. Because if it was due to weather, they shouldn't have allowed us to land, right? They should have canceled our flight when we were back in Phoenix. And that would have saved a lot of us all of the trouble that we went through. YBR knew we were coming. They knew we took off three hours prior in Phoenix. Why was there not a gate ready for us to disembark? There was no excuse to have planes that were sitting there, which had no intention of leaving because those flights were canceled. Why were the planes not pushed back from the gate to allow us to come in? It just makes no sense. It was grossly mishandled on on all levels. Mm -hmm. It is. I find it mind-boggling, first of all, that you had a a five-and-a-half-hour delay for your flight in Phoenix, which, look, I, I, I kind of understand that. But the fact that you've landed, then you've got to wait another 11 hours to disembark is is uh, I, I am just amazed at your patience because I don't think most people would have that type of patience. And uh, good on us for being patient Canadians, but sometimes it's okay to maybe vent a little bit. So, I, Yeah. I, and so today, what are you doing? Are you going to work? Did you go to work? Yeah, I, I was supposed to go to work today. Uh, start my shift at 7 a.m., but I didn't sleep those whole 11 hours uh, on the tarmac plus the three hours prior on the flight. So my 14-hour journey, I didn't sleep. So I had over 24 hours been awake because it was hard to sleep when you're in that position. Um, First of all, sitting upright for that long. And secondly, you know, you have anxiety. You're wondering what's going on. You can't calm down to sleep. So I actually had to call in. uh, So I'm losing a day of pay today as well because I had to call in and state that I could not come in. Um, So that's very unfortunate. So I'm really hoping we do get some sort of monetary compensation because this is just, you know, I've now let down my work. I've let down my fellow coworkers who rely on me to be there. And it's very unfortunate all around. Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, I don't know where you live. Would you have been able to drive into work today, do you think? with, with in I would have. To, yeah. I, I personally would have. Yes, I have <laughs> I have snow tires. Uh, my car is quite good in the snow. I have no issues. I've been, uh, my when I was away these last couple of days, my, my partner was driving my car. He had no problem getting around. So thankfully, my winter tires definitely have saved me these last, uh, these last few snowfalls. Well, get some rest today. Uh, you deserve it, and uh, you know, all the best to you, and I really appreciate your patience, but I do hope you're compensated along with your other passengers because uh, 
that is quite the ordeal uh, to go through. Thank you so much for your time today, Saham. Yeah, of course. No problem. Thank you for uh, bringing light to this uh, story. I really hope that the more media attention we get and the more people talk about it, that uh, Air Canada and YVR does, uh, you know, provide an accountability statement and let us know what they're going to do in the future to avoid this from happening.